In the beginning, there was darkness. Then, there was Paul Brown. Paul Brown transformed the game. Hello, Paul Brown here. Good morning, Cleveland. It's just Jack. Paul's out on a stag do. So uh, I'm holding the fort for the next three days. And I'm going to be doing my best, guys. My throat is completely gone. I've been ill all week. But I'm still going to podcast. So if there's any sort of coughing or it goes a bit crackly, bear with me. I'm going to do my best. So... There was lots of speculation. Would the Browns make that pick on the second day, on the first day, trade up, um, and it didn't happen? John Dorsey's come out and said there was three players he had sort of on his board that could realistically drop, but ne- weren't there in a position when they could trade up. I'd done a piece and I'd sort of speculated quite a few times on what that cost would be. And I said, you're looking between a second and a third. And if you're lucky, you might get a sixth round pick back. And what did we see? We saw that exact trade happen with the Rams, who had a second and a third um, from Atlanta and gave them a first and a sixth. And then the Colts, who were slightly higher up the draft, traded with Washington, which was a second and a future second. So basically, a second and a third. So that was really interesting to note. And uh, when you're sitting there making bold predictions and uh, they come true, it's a nice one. So myself a little pat on the back and who were those three Browns players so obviously Jeffrey Simmons was always going to be one of those I think that's plain to see for everyone who the other two are I'm not entirely sure I think Christian Wilkins might have been in that list so that's one to keep an eye on but if I look at the other names I'm not sure who's realistically going to fall that we would want the only one I can really think of is Andre Dillard. So that's the name that I think it might might be. But we will see. So, um, no, we made the right move. I know Browns fans, it would have been fun to trade up at the end of the night and have something crazy to look forward to. But we're going to have something really good to look forward to tomorrow. So day two is going to be exciting. There is lots of talent there. And Jake Burns, who's someone... Always have a lot of time for. He's done a wider breakdown, and then I'll take my favorite names out of it. So Jake Burns tweeted, players left for the Browns at key positions. Cornerback, he's gone greedy, Murphy, Lane, Awarier, Love, and Long. Offensive tackle, Taylor, Little, Caduce, Risner, Ford, Sharping. I think that's right. You always know, guys. I try my best with the names. They can turn out to be a bit of a disaster sometimes. Safeties, Thornhill, Gardner-Johnson, Hooker, Rapp, and linebacker, Wilson or Cashman. So that's sort of Jake Burns' list of the players that are there. I still think they're going to be one of them good safeties there when we pick at 80. (coughs) Um, I'm favouring the... It's the cornerback that I really, really want to address. If Risner is still there, 
when we pick at 49, I think that's a move I would certainly be up for. Um, if there's any of them offensive tackles they view as the guy, you've got to take them um, because it's just such a valuable position. And Greg Robinson is in that final year. There's, I'd say, a 5% chance he comes back next season. So he's going to hit the open market and sign a crazy deal like Nate Solder like Brown in uh, with the Raiders. So there's big money to be made, and that won't be here. Cornerback, I, th- I think that's the spot. And there is some really good names. Greedy Williams is not going to make it to 47, guys. I would love that to be the case. If I'm looking, I'm going to say Lane, Awarier, or Love is going to be the pick at 49. And then if we can get to 80 and Amani Hooker's still there, run that card to the table. So that, that's sort of where I'm at. By all means, tweet me and Paul. Let us know who you reckon's going to be the guy. Um, but no, there, there's, there's some good names out there. And, that, and that's the key thing, because watching day one, I saw lots of players go that I was like, I don't want that guy. Don't want that guy. And that's the best thing. The more players that go that aren't cornerbacks, offensive tackles, safeties, the better, because that puts us in a really, really good position. I think the chances of taking a DT... Uh, 49 is now very low. Most of the names I was eyeing up have gone, but that's fine. It wasn't sort of the most important position I had my eyes on, so these things happen. So if we have a quick look at what happened in the division. So first pick in the division was the Pittsburgh Steelers, and I mocked, not as in predicted, as in took the mickey out of this pick before it was even made. Um, I think it was something like four hours before the draft. Someone tweeted, um, they're really eyeing up, trading up for a linebacker. And uh, yeah, I, j- I just dropped the gif. Let's, let's just take a moment just to laugh at the Pittsburgh Steelers. So guys, they had an absolute mare. Linebackers do not change the needle when it comes to winning in the NFL. So for Pittsburgh to trade, to get up to 10, to take a linebacker, just not important, guys. I know some of you out there have got passion for stuff, but traditional linebacker we're not talking a defensive end because some people will try to tell you um mac some people will try to tell you von miller are linebackers they're not linebackers they're defensive ends they're edges um traditional linebacker so to get up to the 10th spot the pittsburgh steelers gave up the 20th pick this year in the second round they gave up their 52nd pick and they gave up a third round selection next year. So they literally traded loads of stuff for a linebacker that it just doesn't matter. Get a safety. They're so much better. <coughs> so that was the first good laugh of the night. And then I was less impressed with the uh, pick by Cincinnati because that's the one I've been banging on about. They're going to spend a lot of capital in this draft on their O-line. It's an important position for them. Jonah Williams is a really good player. I think he's a really, really good addition for their team. So I'd rather he wasn't there, but that's fine. We'll get over it. Um, he's going to be a good player. So fair play. They've done well. Paul from the uh, Bengals that pops on. Nice guy. So uh, it will, what will be will be, but I'm over it. And then the Baltimore Ravens, it was a uh, trade at first. So, Baltimore traded his first round selection at 22 to Philadelphia in exchange for Philadelphia's 
25th pick. So just to move down three spots and they added an extra fourth and sixth. And the Philadelphia Eagles traded up to get Andre Dillard, my favorite offensive tackle in the draft. So that was a trade worth making. I think that's a really good move. And that's the sort of trading up that to get a player that is potentially the best offensive tackle in the draft at 22, giving up a, I think a fourth and a six, it, it's worth it. And so them small little trades, they can be made. And Howie Roseman's a guy that I keep banging on about. I think he's a fantastic GM. But the Baltimore Ravens went and selected Marquise Brown, which is odd. I don't see the point of adding a wide receiver when you've got a quarterback that can't throw the ball to the said wide receivers. So it's an unusual move. I think they could have done some better stuff, um, maybe added to the O-line just to give um, him some more time. They've got 101 different tight ends, so they can throw to them. Um, but it'll be interesting. He's a talented player, don't get me wrong. I just I don't really see the fit that well. And this comment might come back to haunt me, but we'll see. And yeah, there, there was lots of offensive tackles taken, um, lots of sort of D-line players, um, the edges as well. One running back went, which is obviously one too high. And uh, the Ra- my Raiders mate, I'm going to give him some stick for that. Um, yeah, but there wasn't really a run on secondary players. So there's a lot of corners there. There's a lot of safeties there. And that's really good for the Browns because that is the most important position we need to address. And let's see what happens, guys. So have a fantastic rest of the day. Um, I've taken the day off because I haven't got time to watch the draft when it kicks off at 1am in the morning and then get up and go to work. So um, I've got the day off on there. Go watch Avengers, which I can't wait to see. So have a fantastic day. Paul, enjoy your holiday. And then uh, I'll see you all tomorrow when we find out what happens in the second round. <laughs>